had this epiphany. I thought to myself, isn't it crazy that we're parents, right? We're parent. We're the adults here. We're adults. But really, what's the difference between us and our kids? Right. The difference between us and our kids is that we are bigger than they are. Mm. But many of us are just big kids with mm. unresolved emotional issues mm. wow. who are trying to educate the next generation. Yeah. Did you work on yourself? Right. And are we working on ourselves? And when you yell at your kid, it's because I'm the parent. It's like, one second. Did you also apologize to your kid when you right. stepped over the line a little bit? Yeah. Of course, as a parent child, of course, a parent, of course, keep it of aim and keep it mora and all the halachas and the gemara. I, mean, I get it. I'm not, I'm not negating that. Welcome back to The Jews Next Door, where we're all about raising the next generation of passionate and committed Jews. My name is Rabbi Yair Manchel, and as a parenting coach with my training in the Guiding Good Choices parenting methodology, as well as my experience as a passionate educator and a parent of young children, we are aiming to help parents find the practices to raise their children, which is exactly what we do in this podcast, where each and every single month we go through a different hierarchy of needs for parents to give their children the best possible experience they can and to inspire them to live a passionate religious life. And in this this week's episode, we hear from someone who is extremely passionate, extremely religious, and it's amazing. We have the opportunity to hear from the famous and incredibly hilarious Rev Gav Freeman, most known as Rev Gav. Rev Gav combines his sharp wit with his amazing insights to give us some really great takes on parenting, like, for example, the needs for parents to chill out and why, and why that's so important, how parents can stop themselves in the moment, and an incredibly deep understanding of empathy and how it applies to parenting. And I want to apologize that there's no video for this episode. The video file unfortunately became corrupt, but Baruch Hashem, we have great audio. And without further ado, enjoy the episode. A major thank you to Rav Gav. You're welcome. Just came from Israel. <laughs> we are in a serious rush because Rav Gav is going to speak at a school, inspire many children. So I want to get dive right in. Dive in. You, from your vantage point, you know, you see a lot of post-high schoolers. From, oh, from yeah. your vantage point, if you could change one thing in the Jewish education system, <laughs> we're diving right in. Well, what would it be? Whoa. <laughs> Holy moly. Okay. Perhaps to take away from future questions, I don't know where this is going. I just want to first start off by, I want to thank all my family and friends <laughs> for being here. Um, what, I, what I just want to first start with is, I personally believe the most important thing is is the house. It's not the, when you say mm. the Jewish education system, so okay. I'm, I'm okay. assuming you mean the schooling system yeah. and that whole battle, which you're like, it's the school's problem, it's the home problem, you know, the back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I think that both are to... Give credit to, for better or worse. Okay, right? I got you. Um, but I do think that the home is much more crucial than the school. Great. So being that this is a parenting podcast, yeah. let's dive right into that. But what does that mean? But I do want to tell you back into the school for Fine, a so second. We'll go back to the school and then we'll go to the, yeah, we'll go to the well, home. I will tell you something with the school, which also applies to parents. It's very difficult. I had a humbling experience recently where somebody... Where, where I judged someone wrong. I judged mm -hmm. somebody wrong. It was a very, very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. It was super Super uncomfortable. <laughs> and after they put me in my place and they showed me how to judge them wrong. Oh, boy. And it was like, it was a real eye-opener. It was a continued eye-opener. I've had experiences in my past where I've experienced something, I thought something was some way, it's a different right, way, right, et cetera. Right, sure, sure, sure. But I just want to share with you one idea that my brother said to me, amazing idea. Eliav Friedman is his name, Eliav. Anyway, he's a, he's a therapist, social worker, or something or other. A lot of letters. I don't know what they mean, <laughs> but there's a bunch of letters there. And he said something really, really nice once, really profound, about chutzpah. 
And I think this is so important for parents and for teachers mm. and for teachers, okay. uh, for faculty, for school, for principals. I spent a lot of time with principals. I give them a lot of run for their money. <laughs> I was talking when I was a kid. <laughs> nice, I spent man. I had my own little chair <laughs> yeah, in the you're, office. Yeah, you're yeah, spot there. Good, yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an Ari Miklet before. I always missed it. But um, <laughs> anyway, what's chutzpah? So a kid comes in, they're having a certain way, chutzpah. And uh, okay, that's what the from will say. Say, disrespectful. You know, how dare you? Whatever it is when the kid's behaving a certain way. So I don't remember yet. I'm going to hopefully it's going to pop out as I say. I think there are four things you have to find out when a kid behaves a certain way. Number one, are they tired? Mm. Number two, are they scared? Mm. Number three, are they hungry? And maybe number four is are they thirsty? I don't remember exactly, but right. let's, let's just go for those big ones. Those are yeah. biggies right there, right? You know yourself. When you're tired, you're not yourself. Yeah. yeah. And when you're hungry, you're not yourself. When you're scared, you're not yourself. And Very true. When you're lacking certain basic Right, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that you need to have certain basics taken care of in order for you to be able yeah, to go to the next step. That's right, uh, the next yeah, step. absolutely. Which uh, question whether we go with that anymore. But, but the point is, right. is that, you know, you're up to date with it. But the point is, is that there's a certain like base that we need to get to. Right. I, I need to feel safe. I need to, I need to not be starving and not be scared and, and, and be tired. I've heard stories about that. I'm sure someone who listens to this, if anyone listens to this, uh, not because you, because of me, you know, like, <laughs> next skip. But maybe we'll be able to fill in the blank with who it was. But I've heard stories about principals or teachers or about a, particular principles that have in their, in their office, a fridge with milk and a bowl and cereal and bowl mm. and whatever. And when the kid comes in, gets sent in cause they're whatever they say, first thing is that, are you hungry? Mm. Like he says, yeah, has cereal. So, so what happened today? And it's a different it's game. A different it's a right. Besides chemical imbalances, right. I'm not talking about I'm saying based off having low sugar, high sugar, just cause you didn't eat anything, whatever. It, it changes the, your, your psyche. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So as an educator, as a teacher, you really have to ask yourself a question. And as a parent also, it's, it's the same. Yeah. If a kid's ever like throwing attention, like sometimes they just like need a snack and then they'll be like right. so different. And like, that's just Absolutely. They need a hug. Yeah. They, you know, they're feeling sad. They're feeling whatever it is. There's such a quick, like, uh, keep the control. I have to ask yourself as a parent and as a teacher, what is your goal? What do you, what's your objective? What are you trying mm -hmm. to accomplish? I'm trying to accomplish that they should know this math for the rest of their life. Serious. That's really what you're trying to accomplish right, over here. Right. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So then I can remember Sokotoa. There I say that. I'm not going to say that. It's like an Indian thing. I don't want to say it anymore, but my point is that I can remember, you know, quadratic equation. Like I'm not saying none of it's important to learn or whatever, but I'm saying like, could you be like a human for a second? Just right. be a human. One of my kids just had an interaction with one of their teachers. Mm -hmm. With timing, I can't go into the whole thing, but I would love to, but I'm not going to go into it now. But basically she had to hand this report. The teacher is incredibly critical and like, and, and really nuts about something. So when, when my kid handed in this report, whatever it was, I remember what it was, but I don't want to, you know, yeah, yeah. that lush and higher thing. When this particular kid given to this particular teacher, this particular report, and the teacher was like, you're missing this, that, blah, blah. Yeah. So my kid asked, <laughs> Is, is in Israel, so everything's in Hebrew, but she says, you know, I don't even say it in English, like, Hamora, you know, like, it's <laughs> like, can I, can I speak to you? Not as a teacher and as, and as a person. Oh, wow. And, and the teacher was very thrown off, you know? Yeah. Like, that's like, like you know, error, 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 error. Because you walk into school, don't it's like, don't know how to communicate. You know, it's like, ready. You walk so in, sure. hey, how are you? What's going on? Teach home school. You know, it's like, and she's, she's like, listen, like, I think you're being a little, little bit hard. And like, it was a totally different, whatever. Wow. Like, just chill. Everybody yeah. just chill. I know of a teacher that was proud that they gave kids failing grades. They're mm. proud of it. Wow. What the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you in education? Yeah. Now, similar, it's the same base in terms of parenting also. I got a phone call from a mother from somewhere in the world. Mm -hmm. 
And this is how it went. I don't know who this person is. I've never been to this place before. You're like, you had no idea. Just like a random call. Nothing. How do they get your no number? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But they found it. They, I, whatever. I actually do know how, what I think for a second. But, okay. but I have no idea who they are. I don't know anything. I'm having a challenge with my son, my teenage son, etc. So I said, okay, uh, how can I help you? You know, and she starts describing the situation. I said, you might have asked you, you know, quite a personal question, a bit personal. How's your relationship with your son and, and how's your husband's relationship with your son? And when it got to like the husband relationship, she said, mm. uh, it's getting, I think, um, yeah, I, my husband I, says it's getting better. Right, right. I, yeah, yeah. You notice when the husband says it's getting better, that means that you don't think it's getting better, but in his head, it's getting right. better. So I, I had this epiphany. I thought to myself, isn't it crazy that we're parents, right? We're parents, we're the adults here. We're adults. But really, what's the difference between us and our kids? Right. The difference between us and our kids is that we are bigger than they are. Mm. But many of us are just big kids with mm. unresolved emotional issues mm. wow. who are trying to educate the next generation. Yeah. Did you work on yourself? Right. And are we working on ourselves? And when you yell at your kid, it's because I'm the parent. It's one second. Did you also apologize to your kid when you right. stepped over the line a little bit? Yeah. Of course, as a parent child, of course, a parent, of course, keep it of aim and keep it mora and all the halachas and the gemara. I get it. I'm not, I'm not negating that, but also be a ben adam. You know what I'm saying? What is yeah. it? So, so you're saying like parenting in the ideal form, people would work out their things before they become parents. And once yeah. they are parents, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta work on Listen, that. Listen, the yeah. grub, the grub speaks. I, I, I didn't see this inside and it's hard to find a lot of writings of the grub, but I, I heard quoted. I hope I quote it right, that the Gruz method of education was similar to, did you ever, when you were a kid, do this thing where you took a cup and you filled it up and then you tilted it a little, so you filled it all the way and then it kept, and then it poured out and you held another cup here, <laughs> someone else here, someone else here, someone else here, you know, so the water goes yeah, like yeah, that. Sure, You've sure. done that before? Mm -hmm. Man, is it, no? Yeah. Yeah. Often? Gosh. You do that? You want mm -hmm. to talk about that? Mm -hmm. like, a anyway, couple so, times. <laughs> <laughs> last week? Anyway, it's like, you know, it's funny, you know? actually, right over there. You know? <laughs> I love that cup. <laughs> so the, so the Gruz says that's education. Education is you fill your cup so much that you start mm. to pour out. Mm. Now, dare I add to the grut, I don't know what the grut's context was. I didn't see it inside. And I, but, but the way I heard it was very nice, right? I'm only thinking as I'm speaking right now because the muscle plays out. Your cup is filled constantly. It's being filled. The question filled is, with. what is it being filled mm. with? Wow. So you're pouring over. And you're pouring over things into your kids' cups. The question is, what are you pouring over? Mm, mm. And don't be surprised. This is the biggest lie. This is why I'm saying, if I could make Pirkei Elvis, I tried out, but it was a couple thousand years late. <laughs> but if I can make it, I, 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 my students that, that have heard me say this have heard me say this. And that's the following. <laughs> this is one of the lines I use on parents like so often. And, and, and it's biting for me, you know, because I'm also a parent. Thank God. A parent called me up one time and uh, I said, I, I don't know what to do. My, my, my son... He doesn't go to shul. Mm. Like, he doesn't dive in. He doesn't go to shul. Okay. After a little investigation, wasn't that difficult, found out that this person also didn't go right. to shul. Yeah. Like, oh my, are you serious? You, your son <laughs> is doing what you're doing? I am shocked, <laughs> right? Now, we're always this kid's going to do either a little more than their parents or a little less than their parents. It's not like you don't do exactly the same, right? But when we're younger, it's usually we're following along, we'll do it, but a little less. So this guy went to shul on Shabbos. And he went to the early minion, and this kid would go to shul on Shabbos to the late minion, late. Right, right, you know, he'd go late right. to late minion. And, and what I wanted to say, but I, I couldn't because of the circumstance, but here's the line. Don't, who are you, Omer? Yeah, who are you, Omer? That's, your, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's my pick Omer? Don't be surprised if your children turn out the way you raise them. 
Wow. wow. Shocking. You raise them a certain way. What do you expect that, that, them to be? That's how you raise right. them. Whatever, you're, whatever you're doing, whatever your expectation is, what is. Like, that's what it's going to no, be. No, it's not true. It's a school. Is it the school? I'm sure the school also messed them up. Right. But don't don't take away your own way of messing them up. So like, what's the saying? What's the most important thing? Check yourself before you wreck your kid. Hmm. That's, that's, that's essentially what's happening over here. So how many of us are actively, and I, I just spoke about this yesterday in Israel, uh, to, to, in, in some, some of my, to my students, I was talking about the concept of... Um, so you guys are learning a lot of Gemara, and that's really good, and whatever. What what slot of the day do you have of what practical steps I could take to work on my jealousy? Mm. You know, and what what techniques are you using to be able to control your anger? Right, right. Where is it like creating people? Right, becoming. So a you're saying like parents should take a step back and be like, what? At what point am I saying like, okay, here's how I'm actually like working on this to be a better parent, or or, or not? Yeah. It could yeah. be parenting, it could be working on being a better Jew, so yeah. that my children person, will see that, whatever, yeah. being a better person, yeah. whatever it is. So what, what would you say are the steps yeah. to give that over the best way to their children? Meaning you're saying it's just, it's really just basically modeling, but, and it's about what you're modeling. Wow. I mean, in my head, I'm back on the point we said earlier with like, uh, you know, the, the four, the four things of chutzpah mm-hmm. or whatever is that just, okay. So, I mean, we're kind of all over the place. So you, you edit whatever you want or don't, I, I don't care, but I, I just say like this, number one, you got to, right? That's the Gemara says that it literally means to like adorn yourself and then adorn someone else. Fix yourself is literally the words, but, but, but let's go with a simple understanding. Fix yourself, then fix others. Mm-hmm. Right. And let's say, right, so right. Mishal was 117. Uh, Yonah there says the words of those who follow that what they do are better than those who don't. Right? It's just a or no or right, something right, like that. Right. More pleasant, more accepted. So are we really living up? Because we have to work on ourselves. To work on ourselves. And then the flip of that is let, let me tell you a shot. Listen, listen, shot. So I think it's a beautiful shot. Yeah, it's here. The Gemara in Sanhedrin Daf Yudches, I think, that says that Lashon Kshot is Atzmacha Ve'acharkach Kshot is Fix yourself, then fix others. And everybody says that. Like, you know, you give me something bad. I'm like, how do you do? You, you know what I'm saying? I'm the problem. You're the problem. <laughs> you know, we like to, you know, switch a room on people. But, but anyway, here's the here's the idea. The words kshot, that's what I understood to mean fix. But the word kshot, like a kshita, means a, an adornment, right, to right. adorn yourself. So I, I think this to be you know, such an amazing concept. You ever uh, had an interaction with somebody where... They do something wrong, and you can't even think of one reason why it was okay what they just did. You're right. like, I can't. How I awful? Can't you know? even fathom. I can't, right. how, what, what are you thinking? Right, right. Okay, now let's think about you. Did you ever do something wrong? And someone comes in and accuses you, and you come up with a million reasons mm-hmm. why yeah, what you just yeah, said yeah. was okay. Sure, okay. So why by you can you come up with a million reasons, but by someone else you can't even come up with one? It's right. like, no, no, it's this, it's that. You don't know, you don't understand, but other things. Yeah. Someone else is like, yeah, that's crazy. So what's the reason? Yeah. You hear? Yeah. What's Kishot Atzmacha means like this. Okay, so this is what we should do. The reason why we can come up with a million for us is because we love us. Mm. And we don't want to look mm. bad. No one wants to look bad. The other person, it's not that we don't love them, and we love them less. Right, right, right. After a right? Mm. So what's Kamocha? So it means like this. The next time you see someone behave a certain way, which you can't understand what they're doing, try to, I don't mean to kill someone, let's relax people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like everyone goes to the extreme, you know? Right, right. Maybe it's just me and no one else does, but because <laughs> yeah, uh, you look not like that. But anyway, next time we see someone do something, which I don't understand how he could do that. How could he cut the person in line? How could he, uh, right. you know, you know, uh, drive into my lane without putting the blinker on, which is a big one for me. I can't mm-hmm. stand people like that. Special place that. for them. Special place. Special hot place. <laughs> um, being very clear. Stop for a moment. Put yourself in their place. Empathy. Or more than that. Walk, walk them out I'm of their shoes. Or like not even saying that. No, I'm, 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 no, I'm not. Listen, what, put yourself in their place. Try to get in the mindset that you just did that. Mm. If you get in the mindset you just did that, now come up with a million reasons why it was okay. Mm. 
Wow. Take one of those reasons. Kshot is atzmecha. Adore yourself. Come back to yourself and now kshot is and give to them exactly what you would have given to yourself. Wow, wow. That's a yisod. That's a really Is that huge? So I think that's also in terms of parenting, in terms of education. It's all the same yisod here. I would imagine no teacher would openly say, most teachers wouldn't openly say, my goal is to get in, get out, and hopefully make them suffer. (laughs) (laughs) There are teachers like that, but most are not like that. Of course I want my kids to succeed. I'm proud that they got a zero. And then we'll come up with some cockamamie reasons why it was okay. You add your mind, you're proud you gave them a zero. What's wrong with you? Right, Why right. are you in education? You want them to succeed. You want Because I will make them succeed. Right? Okay, right. fine. So you want them to succeed. So let's try to think, what are they going through? What's happening? So let's how, do, get but how do people stop themselves in the moment? Like the moment in that moment is yeah. so very hard yeah. to do that. How do you? Yeah. It's like anything in life. Hachana is key. Mm-hmm. You can't stop yourself in the moment. Metzias, so done. What, what's that hachana look like? What's, the, what's that Okay, so I, uh, for, first of all, let's, let's just if you're looking for a great way to have some good, clean, kosher fun with your children through the powerful effect of music, look no further because Jay Karaoke is here. Jay Karaoke gives one and all the platform to belt out their favorite tunes from a library of thousands of Jewish songs, hundreds of artists, and genres across multiple decades of incredible Jewish music. Personally, I know that I love singing. I love it. I love karaoke, but I was really never able to get into it because it wasn't the Jewish songs. And that's where Jay Karaoke comes in with their huge selection from the latest hits to the classics. They even have nursery rhymes for your little ones. And with features like key changes to help you sing, to make you more comfortable as you're singing and speeding it up or slowing down the song, they have really thought of everything. To enjoy Jewish karaoke your way, all you need to do is head to jkaraoke.com. Choose a subscription that fits for you. And to make it even more fun, you could purchase their state-of-art karaoke kit, which gives you the feeling as if you are today's top singer. You can insert whoever you feel it is. Connect your kit to any device, like it could be a laptop, a computer, a tablet, whatever it is. And you plug in your speaker, plug in your J karaoke microphone, and you sing away. It's as easy as that. That's all it is. And it's really fun. I checked out their website. Really looks amazing. They have an incredible, incredible amount of song selection. Anything you want. They got Thank You Hashem. They got Mordechai Shapiro. They really got it all. You can subscribe monthly for just $4.99 a month, yearly for $49.99. And we have a special deal here for you. For any of our listeners, if you use the code JewsNextDoor, D-O-R, you get an additional 10% off. And if you don't want your children to be using a device with internet, J karaoke has got you covered. You can download the app onto your desktop. Once you have it up, turn off the internet. Let them sing all day long without the internet. Check out J Karaoke today and let the fun begin. Be real here. I do not want you to be choshed me for a second that I follow what I'm saying. I got you. Chalila, chalila. I, I know that that you do, but okay. Yeah, chalila, <laughs> you know? My chavrusa said to me once, Shimmy says to me, if you followed 5% or 10% of what you taught, <laughs> you'd be at Sadik Yesodolo. You know, wow. so I'm like, okay, but what am I speaking about? Like, it's like funny. Is that like a compliment or like another? Because it's like, I'm learning, you teach a lot. Another, it's like, yeah, it's a double, it's a double <laughs> sword. A double sword. But when I am aware, I, what am I speaking about this concept? It's because I personally think that it's important and I, I try to, I'm trying to do it. Right, I'm, right. I may not be there yet and, and I may be very far from it, but at least it's on my mind yeah, sure. and hopefully I'll get there. So what, what would you say practically? I mean, the, like you were saying before, like how much time does a person set aside to say, I'm practically working on this? So how, what, what is a way that person can practically work on this or practically, like you said, the hachana, the, prepar- the preparation for this? Well, if you're talking about a teacher, right? If you're talking about a teacher, so, mm-hmm. so you, before you walk in the classroom, I have a thing that I do that uh, there's a rabbi nation, his name is Rabbi Cohen, Yisrael Cohen. He said this to me a long time ago. He said that I give you a bracha that Hashem should put the right thoughts in your mind and the right words in your mouth. Mm. Nice. And, and he said it a little bit differently, but that's the way I remembered it. 
And if you watch me before I go teach, every time before I get up in front of a crowd, not in like a regular class, which I'm used to, which I should, but I say, basically, but I say, put the right thoughts in my mouth. And I say it out loud, not loud to the people, but I say, you know, um, before we walked into the classroom, we would stop just for a moment. It's like, okay, I'm about to walk in. There are going to be kids that are going to behave a certain way. And you already know that. You're a teacher. You sure. know that there's going to be something. It's not going to be a day you walk yeah. in and kids are like, a teacher, have you arrived? Let's begin. <laughs> and they're English. What are you so doing? Here? You're Such in the wrong country. Yeah. Right? But um, if you, before you walked in, you said, okay, game time. Like, I'm going in. There's going to be stuff happening. Let me just chill before I respond. Chill mm. before I respond. That's a game changer. Yeah. Same thing with parents when they get home. So I was going to say, yeah. parents, well, that's also or in terms area, of marriage. Or in the way they wake up, whatever it is. I'm saying like every, every before anything. Right. The Shalom Bias apple you've heard of before, I'm assuming. The Shalom Bias apple is here. The Shalom Bias apple is like when you, when you come home after work, so you come into the house and you want to eat something right away. So uh, you're, you're agitated yeah, 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 yeah. And, and whatever. So the Shalom Bias apple or, or steak or whatever you have in your car. <laughs> yeah, you I mean, know? apple, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Shalom Bias Big Mac, uh, Big Moisture. <laughs> anyway, the, the Shalom Bias burger. <laughs> Brought to you by, um, <laughs> you have the car, so you eat something in order to just level out your sugar, like yeah, chill, you know uh, what I'm saying? So you walk in, you have to like, I needed something better. Ah! You have to go more. You're says, not hangry, right? Oh, that, that, that's hangry, hangry. I want, to, I want for all, all the single ladies and all the married ladies, all the ladies out there, I want to explain something. The Gemara says, the Gemara says that a man that doesn't eat food has two hearts. He, fun- he can't function. Right, right. You need to bring it back to being a normal human. So you walk in. I need your help. All you're doing is you're going to eat dinner. Like, what about the kids? Right. What about the ah, ah. Answer is like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eat dinner. Right. Like, sorry. And then, then it turns into something as opposed to just like, so they say to the man, okay, bring something food, but practically not going to. So then, right. uh, lady, you know what I'm saying? Let me eat something. Right. I, and I'm not saying like, I just, uh, it is what it is. It's my, it's my, fine. I am, you know, lacking. I need my medicine and that's the medicine. It's that's food. Medicine, you know right? what I'm saying? Which right. really is food. But anyway, that's, uh, that, uh, preparation is everything. Prep, prep is all. Prep is everything. Yeah. I, I, I have a whole other class about this called Life is a Piece of Pie. Mm. Life is a piece of pie. P-I-E is prep is everything. I'd love to hear that. But you heard the words? Pie. Prep. Prep is everything. Prep Preparation is everything. is everything in life. The way you're going to succeed, the way you're going to do anything, anything you're going to get involved with, if you prepare, you'll be fine. Huh. You don't prepare, you may, you may win. That's you like that, find that old Chinese proverb, right? If you prepare to fail, you're failing to prepare. No. Say, I say that wrong. Uh, if, if you if, if you, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. I think that was the Chinese, the great the late uh, Benjamin Franklin. Yes, that guy. The Chinese <laughs> man. <Chinese friend. laughs> <laughs> I heard it from him. I mean, I knew oh, from him, okay. but, uh, but it, it was on a Snapple cap or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, that's got to yeah. be true. Snapple yeah. So that's it. I'm saying the first thing is like, obviously we have to be working on ourselves and, and understand that a lot of the times called a postal, right? When we're, when we're seeing the, the negative or something is coming from us mm. and it'd be slow, take it easy, relax. Don't take it so personal. Right, this is right. their issue, their struggle. Allow them to struggle. Allow them to have challenges. Allow the person to have a struggle. Don't forget there's, if you're dealing with kids, they're developing, Right. They're developing. Right. And like, and, and now what? Like, the goal of a parent from different ages and stages, but when they're very, very young is to not let them die. That's the goal, right? Okay. Yeah, don't let them hurt themselves or whatever it is. But it's also to create them to be a human. Mm. This is why Chaim Vital wrote about why is it there's no mitzvahs, or if there are, it's a machlokas rishonah, but most, overwhelming majority of the Torah has nothing to do with character development. Mm. There's right. no mitzvahs in character right, development. Right, right. Now, I don't say none, but there right, are some. Right. Because it's you, the prerequisite. That's right. right. Because, it's, because it's a pregame show. The goal is to be be able to be makabel Torah. Right. To be makabel Torah, you need to make yourself into a kli. Mm. The kid is just a bunch of 
random material. Mm. The goal from ages to zero to thirteen or twelve for a girl. Wow. There's no mitzvah. So they're not even one mitzvah. Did you bench? Did you watch Negevas? Did you go? Could you just chill out, everyone? They're not chayiv. Right, There's right. no chayiv. The boy can be twelve. Do you think years parents need to chill out a little bit more when, when, when they're? When well, they're, I, I think that there has to be a, a certain, like a balance. I'm saying you need yeah, that. of course, there's avon yira. I mean, I'm not saying to not, but let there be some ava also. But you're, meaning you're saying like sometimes parents push it a little too hard. You're saying. Or hold, hold to high, too high standards. I think there's a certain standard is a good way of saying it. And I think a lot of times maybe a parent, and I can see this in myself, a parent uh, wants to live vicariously through their children mm. and their failed goals. Mm. You know, I wasn't able to do this. Now I want you to do it. And when you're not doing it, then I'm, I get upset. Like, what right. are you getting upset? The fact that they're not doing it. You didn't do it either. Right. But I want them to do it. I didn't do So go do it. When you didn't do it. Like, what do you <laughs> right. want from them? You know right, what I'm right. saying? I think there's a, there's a lot more to talk about this Indian, but about this topic. But ultimately, it's about really working on ourselves as individuals. The more we work on ourselves as individuals, the more we grow, then that itself will pour over. We're pouring. We're, we're spilling all over the place. Mm. The question is, what are you spilling? And those that are full of love and full of, of care and full of growth, that doesn't mean there's no yira, doesn't mean there's no room for that, but I don't need to talk about that because that part's there. Yeah, I don't right, need to discuss right. that. You know, they say like, oh, uh, this generation, it's all about just love. In my generation, it was just yira. Right. And that's why we right. only love. What do we right. think it was good? We're making up what do you think? Have, you were right. successful? You know, you see the people like, like, yeah, and everyone kept Shabbos. Yeah, until they got out of your house. Right, you know, they're like, right. what, what do you want? And even if they kept doing it, they were happy. They were, right. It was Rahman Oliba, boy. Shem wants us to be connected. It's not just a matter of just like, you did it, now you're good. You right, know, there's right. so much more. Anyway, my head's spinning. There's a lot to talk about here. A lot to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I want to be respectful of your time. Yeah, so. your time or, or of others, people's <laughs> yeah, or of other yeah, people. Yeah. So thank you so much for, yeah. for the time, and hopefully we'll be able to continue the conversation. Thank you so much. Until thank next time, you know how we close. Keep educating. <laughs> what, do you have a line like that? No? Education is power. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another amazing special guest episode with Rav Gav. Rav Gav's idea of empathy, like we just can't understand that. How could they possibly do what they just did when we see our children and we wanted to say, what were you thinking or why did you do that? And we want to, we have to first get into the mindset as if we just did that. When we go through something, we immediately are able to come up with a million reasons why it was okay, right? So he gave the idea, he was giving an understanding of the concept of kishot et azmacha, to adorn ourselves with that, meaning put that reason back in. Understand as if we just did that and then come back and understand that you're, that's why your child just did that. It has so many practical takeaways for us. It's often hard for us to deal with challenging children when our child is just sometimes just, you know, really pushing our buttons and making it so hard. So it's hard and it makes us feel like we're failing our job as parents. But then imagine, imagine if the situation is flipped, imagine that, that you were the one who did the wrong, you would be able to find so many explanations for yourself. So we should at least do that for our, our children too. means that we should love our fellow like ourselves. That should also apply to our children. Right? So if we love ourselves the way that we would be able to come up with many, many different reasons for what we did and why we did it, then we should be able to do that for our children as well. So let's try. Let's try over the course of this week. Try at least once. Find for your child, really, the reason that they did what they did based off of how you would justify it for yourself. And then approach your child differently. It will make a huge impact if you approach your child based off separating the action from the child and realizing and recognizing that your child is not a bad child. There is no such thing as a bad child. No child wants to be bad. Understand that. No child wants to be bad. 
So find the reasons for your child, and it will greatly enhance your relationship, which is what we are all about here at Gen Alf. It's all about the bonding. If you bond with your child in the right way, which is what we teach in our five-week course, if you bond with your child in the right way, you will prevent your child from rates of attrition, from drugs, and so many other things, substance abuse, all these different things. So really think about it, and I hope that you were able to gain as much as I did from this amazing episode, and I'd love to hear what you gained. Please, please reach out on genoff.org. It would be amazing to hear from you. Email us. You can email me, yair at genoff.org, or hi at genoff.org, or you can call into our hotline at 833-737-1293, and you can ask any parenting question you have. Leave your name, your number, an email address, and don't worry, we'll be making sure to make it anonymous. And you should definitely, definitely check out our OU Parenting Podcast on Instagram at Parenting the Jews Next Door, on YouTube at Parenting the Jews Next Door, and you can follow me on Twitter at Yet Your Manchelle for parenting tips, quotes, and funny and relevant content. Looking forward to continuing next week with another special guest episode. We have another one coming your way next week. It's going to be incredible. You will see what we got coming for you next week. I can't wait to share it with you all. Have a great, great week.